Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would see Josh with other partners where they had like what seemed to me like a better sexual connection. And I think that was jealousy and envy. because It was like I saw I was afraid that the sexual connection that I had with him was going to be replaced or, I, you know, we were going to lose that. And I was envious that they had that connection that I wanted. And then like that led to me discovering like, oh my God, like a huge part of my sexuality had been suppressed. Mm-hmm. Like my, really yeah, my entire life. Because jealousy will always come. It will, it will stem from an issue. Today on Thrupple Talk, we're talking about the big one, which is jealousy. After our last episode that we did, we received a lot of messages asking if we could go a little deeper in the subject. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go a little deeper. Uh, first off, we're going to play a message for you from one of our fans, and then we're going to go and talk about it some more. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Yes. Hey, you guys. Uh, my name is Cindy. I'm super excited with your podcast. I love every single episode and learning a lot about it. Um, my husband and I recently opened our relationship, and we are actually um, seeing someone as a throuple. So watching your videos has been super helpful. However, I have an issue with jealousy and I'm struggling so bad with it. My husband and I have been married for 16 years and we have an amazing relationship. Is very um, We communicate very well. Uh, we can talk for hours and it's just amazing. And bringing in someone else into the relationship uh, has been a little... Um, painful for me um, simply because seeing them uh, together, it's been really, really hard for me. So I just wanted your thoughts on it, how you guys dealt with it. I really, really appreciate appreciate it. Bye. This is a great message. Yeah. Cindy, yep. thank you so much for sending that. Like every time I listen to it, I've heard it so many times and every time I listen to it, it's just like, like my heart is like, it goes out to you because I've been there and it's so hard because you're feeling these feelings that you don't want to feel. And Oftentimes I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to either because if you talk to monogamous friends or or even people that are open but have hierarchies, they don't get it. And they're just like, well, you're having a problem with it. So the answer is just to stop doing what is making you feel jealous. And that was not helpful for me. Like I, I'm not wanting this, this behavior to stop. I want to know what I can do to fix this jealousy in myself or like, you know, fix these insecurities. Exactly. So. I've heard from so many people too, that where they have any type of relationship problem and they're non-monogamous and they try to talk to a therapist about it. The therapist first go-to response is, oh, well, first of all, go you're supposed to, to be monogamous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. there are no relationship issues in monogamy. That's Right. Yes. No. <laughs> right. Well, jealousy can can show its head in, in a monogamous relationship too. And it doesn't have to be necessarily uh, uh, something that's valid. You know, it doesn't have to be something that your partner is doing or like in this case, clearly opening the relationship is a trigger, but sometimes it can be anything, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to have a a valid and reasonable uh, excuse. So first off, um, do you want to cover what the difference is between 
jealousy and envy? Yeah, because I think there's a lot of confusion. Even There's even been confusion for me on what they are. And a lot of people use them synonymously, but they right. are different. So jealousy is a fear that we're going to lose something that we already have. Like we sense some kind of a threat. Um, and then envy is a fear that we're not going to get something that we don't have that we deeply desire to have. Um, so those are kind of the, what you, and, and what you have, you're going to lose or, jealousy for both. I've seen that a yes. lot. People will use, Oh, I'm jealous. Uh, you went on a trip. I'm jealous. Actually, you're not jealous. You're envious. That's envy. Well, and sometimes they can coexist. No, they can, so, but like there's confusion. People use the word jealous mm -hmm. and don't use envious when they're actually envious. They use it all the time for any situation. It's more common. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I've heard it suggested that, uh, compersion is the cure to jealousy. They are opposites, but mm -hmm. even those can coexist. So mm -hmm. compersion, you know, a very polyamorous uh, specific word. I don't think a lot of other people use it, but right. where you feel joy for your partner's joy and you can feel that and jealousy and envy all at the same time. Uh, a good example that I heard was like, uh, if you have a job interview, like you're excited and you're anxious or mm -hmm. standing in line for a roller coaster, you're scared and you're excited. Mm -hmm. Like, so these things, even if they're opposites, they, right. So conversion and jealousy can coexist at yeah. the same time. Conversion is not a cure for jealousy. Exactly. It's something that you hopefully are able to achieve at some point in a yeah. polyamorous relationship or any kind of relationship. Uh, but, uh, it ha it's something that you have to develop. It's a feeling. It's not a cure. It's something, yeah, a path you have to start out towards. Right. But it, it, it does develop very naturally. Mm -hmm. Like you it start does. to find this, like, you know, this actually makes me happy right. to make my partner happy. When you finally get to that stage, uh, actually, uh, let's assume you start a polyamorous relationship like Cindy with jealousy. And you finally unpack all those issues and you figure out where the jealousy stems from. You can leave room to develop compersion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked what our guest uh, Mick said when um, he talked about he when none of those feelings came up, you know, in our episode of jealousy, he said uh, he would push and lean into it, you know, to really discover. He was like he almost like wanted to push himself past the feeling mm -hmm. by throwing himself into a situation, which is very it's a smart way of doing things. So human nature, when we have uh, is that when we have a negative feeling, we try to get away from it. This mm -hmm. is why this is why jealousy is such a big problem. So by trying to get away from something that you're feeling, ignoring it and denying that feeling, uh, you're only going to make it stronger. It's only going to keep like stoking the fire. And at some point, either you're going to say, I can't do this anymore or something's going to happen and you're just going to like explode. So by admitting the fact that you are jealous, and talking about it out loud, which actually changes the way you perceive the emotion. It changes uh, the way uh, when you start talking about feelings, you're starting to start analyze them with another area of your brain. So they're not as intense anymore. You kind of bring reason into the feeling. So just by talking about it, just saying to your partner, I, I am jealous and admitting to it, it's just going to make it like, I guess, 50% of all the 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 the, the hassle is going to like start to like mm. it's going to be less so the feeling of uh, jealousy and envy is it wrong i don't think so no. it's very natural 
Yeah, it might be an indicator that maybe something needs to change, but I do think that's a big problem. I think that's a reason for why a lot of us struggle with it is because we do think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was listening to something the other day that was saying it's like in our culture, it's different. Uh, I think it was Esther Perel because she speaks all over the world. And she said in America in particular, we just have a different perception because we're supposed to be so like kind of like holding a relationship too tightly is like an indication that you're controlling and there's something unhealthy, but that's not true. Like if you don't value your relationship enough to, to recognize a threat and not be okay with that threat, then I mean, what kind of a relationship is that? So it's absolutely fine to, to experience jealousy and even envy. It's a healthy thing. Um, Then it is desirable to some extent because if I would feel absolutely no jealousy for my partner, then that means they don't care about me. Yes. So th- or you don't really care about them. Right. So it's like this, like, okay, I'm jealous because I care about you and I feel a threat that I may lose you. Mm-hmm. So to me, that means that I'm valuable. Mm-hmm. As long as that that jealousy is not completely uh, like affecting right your life your relationship and it starts to and that's what happens when you open the relationship and polyamory comes into place all of these things all of these feelings that maybe they did not exist in your relationship mm-hmm. before because you didn't have to watch your partner um being uh intimate with another person mm-hmm. now all of a sudden there's something new here something that you never thought you you you, you run away from right you run away from that that's a bad thing yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like the jealousy often our knee jerk reaction is to respond in a way that's unhealthy. So, oh, I'm feeling this jealousy. I need to make this jealousy stop. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop doing yeah, what it exactly. is that's making me what feel it, insecure. Yes. And then at that point that becomes you know, controlling your partner and, and it's not actually fixing the problem because you're not overcoming that insecurity. So it's an indicator really that you need to strengthen your bond with your partner. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's, you know, it's a wiring that goes way back to caveman days, you know, we're thinking you're, you're, you have this, uh, fear that, you know, you see this other caveman get near your cave woman. You're like, right. so it's very oh, natural. Oh, oh, you know, <laughs> get away. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like it's a threat. Yeah. It's a threat. And it's, you're feeling it for a reason. Cause it mm-hmm. is, a, it's real. It's uh-huh. not just in your head. And, uh, it's the same thing, you know, for the, you'll go back to cave woman, you know, she mm-hmm. saw a cave man running off with another cave woman. She right. Went, and she'll be, that's all, my yeah. provider, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, that probably has something to, uh, I mean, fast forward to now, it's like, uh, I think what would help get rid of the jealous feelings is that feeling of security. If like, mm-hmm. if you know, the relationship that you have is solid, rock solid, it helps, you know, melt a lot of those insecurities away. And right. you know, the feelings of jealousy, there's always, always something that can spring up, but so that's yeah. something that uh, uh, it reminds me that jealousy is not always um, unfounded. It happens in in partnerships, especially when you open the relationship. That one of the partners, and I think we touched about it, uh, we talked about this a little bit uh, before. One of the partners is not acting uh, caring and considerate to the other partner. Mm-hmm. So if you're jealous, first of all, uh, identify why you're jealous. Like, is it something that they're really doing, or is this something that's just coming from you? Because sometimes not everybody's fair and correct. You yeah. know, sometimes people are just not nice. So if it's something that uh, your partner is doing and completely not taking into consideration your, um, you, 
and respecting you and making sure that you're still loved, then you should address that with them. You're not crazy for being jealous. Yeah. Yeah, we were, I was having a conversation with a non-monogamous couple over last weekend and they kept talking about over communication. Mm -hmm. uh, we, 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 we talk about communication, you know, till we're blue in the face, but it's like, they were like, but you got to over communicate. Mm -hmm. yeah, I thought that was, they yeah. were very smart people. Too, it was, so it was very like, interesting. Yeah. She said, when you feel like you're over communicating, that's when you're just now finally actually achieving mm -hmm. real communication. Wow. That's really interesting. Like, cause sometimes you do, you're like, my God, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here with saying this, but it's like, once you get to that point, you're finally communicating how important this is to you. Let's talk about action steps. So yes. let's put ourselves in Cindy's shoes. Yeah. You know, and she's having this problem right now. She with jealousy. What can what she do? What do you do, do first? Yeah, what's... I'm jealous. Well, uh, first, like I said, like I said, I, uh, find out why you're being jealous. And is it just you? Is it something that they're doing, your partner? So is it inner work or is there something? Right. Is it inner work or? or is it something that maybe it's a, it's a relationship issue that you need to communicate? I, do, I want you to call me. For example, like I'm not comfortable with that and I get jealous when you don't call me. Like it might be a reasonable uh, expectation or request and maybe that's all that it takes and it's fixed. Yeah, I think even before that, you should identify whether it is jealousy or envy. Because I think at least for right. me, that helps to figure out what the root is. So is it that I have something that is precious to me that I already have that I feel is threatened or is there something that I desperately want in my life that I fear I'm not going to have and I see you having it? Um, so just figuring that out first for me is very helpful. Um, and then, yeah, figuring out from there, what is it that's spurring that? Is it something that I'm suppressing in myself? Like I definitely had that happen. Um, like I would see Josh with other partners where they had like what seemed to me like a better sexual connection. And I think that was jealousy and envy because it was like, I saw, I was afraid that the sexual connection that I had with him was going to be replaced or I, you know, we were going to lose that. And I was envious that they had that connection that I wanted. And then like that led to me discovering like, Oh my God, like a huge part of my sexuality had been suppressed. Mm -hmm. Like my really yeah, my entire point, life. Cause jealousy will always come. It will, it will stem from an issue that you have. So it's the, like yeah. we talk about insecurity. It's not necessarily lack of security of relationship as much as is your insecurity. There's something there that prods that jealousy, yeah. whatever it is. So in that scenario, like for me, that jealousy and envy ended up being super helpful because it helped me to realize that. And then once I did, mm -hmm. I was able to fix that in the, myself yeah. and it made our relationship better it made me as, you a, have as an individual better yeah that's yeah. the beauty of it you get to address find and address and fix issues that uh maybe in a monogamous relationship you would never address yeah. them oh, i don't think it would have ever surfaced. yeah so maybe yeah. you can live happily ever after like that but are you truly living to the full extent of your individual your personality your soul like that's what i like about non-monogamy and i always love that and baby because like that's that's what i'm into but it's like it pushes me to be better to find the skeletons in the closet that normally i would just quietly keep locked in there and i would never take out uh, another thing uh, that really helped me was gratitude practices and just realizing what i do have um 
especially with the envy side of things uh, mm, there yeah. were, and realizing that for some things it's just i just can't have them right now or if i had that thing it would mean that i would have to give up or couldn't have had this other thing like for me my primary love language is quality time so if i saw josh getting quality time with somebody else like even with Josh and Liv, like they recently went on a cruise and I wasn't able to go for a lot of reasons. But the primary one being I've got little kids and they were in school and there was no way that all three of us could go together. Uh, and so I was jealous in the sense that I was losing that quality time. You know, they were both gone. I didn't have quality time with either of them during that time. And I was envious that I also wasn't going on the cruise. <laughs> um, so, but I also had compersion at the same time. I was really happy that they got to go and And uh, so that, I mean, that. Yeah, you got to experience all three, it was all, all three emotions. Yeah, it was all three at once. Um, but also the uh, bring it back to the gratitude. I'm really thankful for those little kids that are in our life and bring so much joy. And I wouldn't trade them for, right. for a cruise. So, or anything else, you know? So I, my biggest issue with that would be like, all your feelings are pretty valid and they make sense. And I think I'm asking this because I think a lot of people have a, an issue with not getting resentful of their partner or partners when they feel that way. Because we have this tendency, if I feel something negative uh, about any of you, mm. it would be a natural tendency to blame you because I feel bad, right? right? We're always looking for the scapegoat. Who is it that made me feel this way? I don't like the way I feel, so it must be your fault. Mm -hmm. So how do you avoid being resentful in these situations? Like nobody wants to hurt you. You do feel jealous. The reality is that the jealousy or envy is they are there. They exist, and they'll always be part, at some extent. You know, with a polyamorous relationship. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to have polyamory without any jealousy or any envy, it's not going to work out. And I think a lot of people go into this, and that's why we get so many messages because they're trying to uh, not get these feelings anymore. And it's true, you get you get to, to learn more about yourself and fix a lot of issues and not have them unreasonably, but they're still gonna be there. Exactly. You cannot not have them. And I think I don't think it's healthy to live your life trying to avoid the things right. that trigger your jealousy and envy. Like, yeah, you shouldn't you be trying to avoid them. The you thing. just need to address them as they but come up. But how do you not get uh, uh, upset with your partners and be resentful, resentful. that they yeah. left you? I, I think for me, uh, it, it sounds stupid, but communication, because uh, like um, when you guys went on your overnight trip, you know, you were, and I was stuck back to with the, the ballet. Yeah, it was like, uh, you know, I even set the whole thing up and everything, but it's like after spending two days straight with kids and, you know, juggling everything and like, man, I, it gets I, to you. I, I mm -hmm. experienced jealousy. Uh, same thing as you. I experienced it all. Uh, it was um, conversion envy. I wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, be out of town. Did you really wanted to go to the ballet. No, but I wanted the fancy dinners and stuff. You guys <laughs> it were was wonderful. <laughs> I wanted to, be wanted to get out of town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, definitely FOMO. Yeah, just mm -hmm. what, you know, if you're missing out, what did mm -hmm. I miss out on? And you know, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with, uh, you know, everything yeah. back. You know, keeping the fort down. So here, did so. you at any point feel resentful? I did. Uh, you know, even though you feel like you're not supposed to, you still feel a little mm -hmm. resentful until mm -hmm. I just was able to like, you know, open up and be like, well, yeah, so I didn't have a great time back so here. <laughs> we're going back to what we were talking, uh, what I was talking before, yeah. talking about the feeling. Even yeah. if it sounds stupid, don't feel 
ashamed that you're feeling it and you're thinking, oh, I'm not supposed to feel this. Yeah. Just by talking about it and telling your partners, you are going to analyze this feeling with another, from another lens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just because I felt that though, you know, just being able to talk about it made the feeling go away. One. Yes. And two, if I had to do it over again, I would still do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. What I felt didn't outweigh the compersion I got from it, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, but it was still like, there's still always something, you know, a little there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say too, um, a realization I recently had, um, if there is something that just kind of keeps coming up, like you, it comes up and you deal with it and you get past it and you think you're good. And then something else, you know, something different happens that brings up the same thing. Like really stop and look at that. Like for me, again, it's the quality time. And like, even when Josh and Liv were planning the cruise, I was super excited about it. I was like, Josh and I surprised Liv with it. Like we made all the plans and then surprised her. And I was super happy and excited. And then all of a sudden, like, I just, I don't know what, I don't remember what triggered it, but I kind of had like an off day and I found myself starting to get resentful. And then I realized I was doing this like negative, like thought pattern kind of spiraling downward where I was I found myself convincing myself that I in some way wasn't worthy mm -hmm. of having this. Like mm -hmm. it's something like, and I realized I, I have been doing that in other areas too. And just correcting that, like it, that's not what it is, you know, that, and so just realizing yeah. if you are doing that, really observe what is it what is it stemming from and keep going deeper with that because maybe you'll have a realization and then maybe some maybe the same thing will happen again and i'll have a deeper realization and then every time you do that you heal more your all of your relationships get that much stronger your relationship with yourself gets better the thing that i go for if i feel jealous and i do get resentful i mean not resentful but if i do feel jealous it would be like oh you don't love me so because I feel jealous and you do this and you're not spending the time with me or whatever, or maybe, yeah. or maybe envious, I'll be like, oh, so you don't love me. That would be my thing. I guess that's like, I don't do that anymore. But if I would ever, when I was at the beginning of non-monogamy, jealousy would be like, you don't love me. I feel jealous. You don't see that. You should be aware of my feelings. You should like be there for me. That's it. You don't love me. And it's like, ah, all bad. Yeah. I think one of the things, though, that we all do very well is uh, work very hard to not make each other jealous. Right. So we do. I think we do a good job about that. Yeah. That's when I was talking. Maybe you do have a valid reason to be jealous because maybe your partner's just an asshole. Right. Yeah. I, you're <laughs> and I'm right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I do see people that are intentionally doing things to try to make their partner jealous. Maybe right. they're out and they're not they're being scary. a little flirty and, or whatever. You know, that's in a, in a way okay. that they know their partner is is going to be insecure about. It. Yeah, that's not okay. How many people have we met in the non-monogamous world that should not be in the non-monogamous world? A lot. They're just not doing the work. Yeah, the personal work. It's not work. a place for the uh, the people that are trying to save their relationship. It's not a place for the immature. It's not a place for people who have issues and want to prove something to the other person. Mm -hmm. Like, don't don't do it. No, no, no. So, if you are looking for any resources on how to help overcome this, things that I have found helpful. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, Polysecure by Jessica Fern um, really just comes from a specifically a polyamorous perspective and talks about how to get 
a healthy attachment and it definitely helped a lot with um, my initial dealing with, with the jealousy and the envy and all that. Um, and another book that I really found helpful was when I read this last summer, uh, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, um, just really talks about kind of what I was talking about earlier, where we have all these uh, safeguards in place to avoid these negative feelings, including jealousy. And pretty soon we found ourselves like in this like tiny little box where we just are avoiding everything that triggers anything negative. Um, and he really talks about the power of just acknowledging your negative feelings for what they are, but facing them and dealing with them. So that really helped, helped me mm-hmm. in a huge way. And I like uh, Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. It's a great book to teach you uh, more about feelings and like uh, identifying them and how to deal with them, where they're stemming from and if they're good or bad or any of that. And a um, holistic relationship coach that I've just discovered, her name is Allie Hendry. And I think she's specializing in specifically jealousy in non-monogamous and LGBTQ relationships. So it's really right up our alley. I really like her. Nice. Allie, yeah, see that? Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Thank um, you for helping to normalize alternative relationship structures by liking, subscribing, and sharing with people just like yourselves. If you found this helpful, please leave a comment for us. And we will also leave a link in the description if you want to send us a voicemail. And thank you to Cindy and all the other people that send us messages. We do listen to them all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.